The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome to or welcome back to Try Not to Care. If you're new here, hello, my name is Ashley. I'm so happy to have you here. So with it being February, the past month, I've just been talking about love, self-love, love love with someone else. It was just Valentine's Day. I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day. If you follow me on TikTok, you might have seen that my boyfriend and I did a Valentine's Day basket competition. I, I wanted a Valentine's Day basket, but I didn't want to just like make him make me one. So I sent him a video of someone else making one and I was like, hey, I'm going to make you this. Like, this is so cute. I love you so much. I'm going to make you a basket. And he was like, oh, cute. I'll make you one too. And then I I took it a step further and I was like, what if we made it a competition and did a basket off? So we did that and it was so much fun. I made a video about it. And the overall reaction to the video was pretty good. But of course, I had people saying things like, you had to make it a competition like if he wanted to he would and that made me want to talk about what we're talking about in today's episode just like the idea of if he wanted to he would as well as how other people express their love and how to say I love you without actually saying I love you so let's get into today's episode So when I posted a video about the Valentine's Day basket, I knew there was going to be a mixed reaction, especially once I saw the video going a little viral. Whenever a video on TikTok goes viral, you have people that are very supportive and agree with you. And there's also people who strongly disagree with you. You know, most people are nice, but I did get a few of those comments saying it was a red flag that I had to make it a competition. And if he wanted to, he would. There's definitely a trend on TikTok to tell people that if they wanted to, they would. And if they don't do something that the majority of people want done, that means they don't care or they don't love you. Like if your boyfriend doesn't ask you to be their valentine, they don't love you. If your boyfriend doesn't get you flowers, he doesn't care about you. And there can be some truth to that. Like if you're expressing to your partner that you want them to do something or or something would be very meaningful to you, and they continue to disregard that, of course that's a red flag, but just because your partner doesn't do what's trendy online doesn't mean they love you less. For me, my boyfriend doesn't even go on TikTok. The only time he's on TikTok is if I'm sending him one of my videos. He's a reels guy, like he's five months behind the trends that go on on TikTok. I don't expect him to know what's trendy or what the girls want. And even if he was active on TikTok, his For You page is so different than mine. So no, I didn't expect him to just know that I wanted a Valentine's Day basket. And of course, I could have went to him and was like, I want one, give me this. But we've been together for six years and I didn't want to demand him to do anything. I wanted it to still be fun. And that's why I made it about both of us instead of just me. The whole idea of if he wanted to, he would is so harmful and just inaccurate. Like people express their love differently. It's not a one size fits all. People have different love languages, different personalities, different perspectives, different boundaries. And just because someone expresses their love differently doesn't mean that the way they're doing it is better or worse. What's important is that you know that your partner loves you and respects you and you know how to communicate. 
I will give people the benefit of doubt on TikTok because I think some people are just very young. There's all ages on the app. And I'm sure if I was on TikTok when I was in middle school, I'd be making some crazy accusations. I'm sure I would be saying things like, your boyfriend doesn't like you. Your boyfriend sucks and you should break up with him because he didn't get you flowers. And that's just because you're young and you don't know better. But the adults that say these things should know better. I feel like relationships online have become very performative. Like I don't want to go online and post a million things about my relationship just to show people that I have a good relationship. This is the best relationship I've ever been in and we rarely post each other. He might make an appearance on my Instagram or TikTok every, you know, once every few months, but our relationship is very private and secure and healthy. I was the most vocal about my relationships when I was with guys who weren't treating me right. I was going online and posting about how great they were and how much they loved me and how much I loved them and how much we've grown together when in actuality, we were not good at all. Like we are fighting all the time. They didn't respect me. They were cheating on me and I was miserable. But I was going online and making it seem like our relationship was so good because I felt like I had something to prove. Obviously, there are couples who are very comfortable posting online together who are real. You know, it's not a front. They're posting because they are happy and it's healthy. But from what I've noticed is a lot of the couples who are very vocal about their relationship and are making long posts saying, we've been together through the highs and lows and we always come back together through thick and thin. I love you so much. You're the best boyfriend ever, forever and always. They're the ones who behind closed doors are struggling the most. They're very mushy-gushy online and try to make other people think they're happy rather than just being happy. Like they might not feel loved, but they want other people to think they're loved and they want other people to think their relationship is so amazing. They want to project this image of what they want their relationship to be and what they want others to see because if people actually saw what their relationship was like, they would be criticized. Also, the same people who are criticizing your relationship and telling you what you're missing are the same people that are missing what you have. Their boyfriend might get them flowers on Valentine's Day, but your boyfriend every single day cooks for you or gets you little treats when he goes out or gets your medication for you, even just checks in on you. You might not have those flowers, but you have all these other amazing things that your partner's doing to show you that they love you and they care about you. You shouldn't feel bad about missing a couple things that other people have when you have things that other people don't have. And also, you might not even want these things that people are insinuating that you need, but now you think you do because if everyone wants it, it must hold value. For the longest time, I didn't care about flowers because I am terrible at taking care of flowers and plants they die within like a week and I they I just suck at it okay I am not a good plant mom I can't do it and they don't do much for me I've never been a flower person of course I appreciate when I get flowers but it's not something that I need like I would much rather my boyfriend buy me buffalo wings or taco bell but I found myself asking him to get me flowers because I kept seeing people online saying that flowers are so easy to get and if your boyfriend isn't getting you flowers he doesn't love you And I started thinking that way because I allowed their opinions and what other people wanted to affect how I think and what I want. Obviously, I appreciate when he gets me flowers. Like, Josh, if you're listening, keep getting me flowers. But it's not something that I feel like I needed 
before seeing those things online. Every connection is different and just because your relationship looks different than someone else's doesn't mean that yours is flawed or that your partner has to be doing more. There's so many ways to show your love for someone which leads me to what I want to actually talk about and that's ways to say I love you without saying it. Now a word from our sponsor Factor. If you've been following this podcast for a while, you might know that I'm trying to eat relatively healthy or at least just eat at home, but I'm not the best when it comes to thinking of what meals to cook and I also just hate going to the grocery store, but that's why I've been loving Factor. Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals makes eating better every day easy. With Factor, you'll have pre-prepared chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door and there's so many options that suits anyone whether you're looking for keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and many more. A lot of meal delivery services only provide meals but with Factor, you can actually get snacks, smoothies, and more. Like I get hungry right around three every single day. I need a midday snack to keep me going. And that's just one thing I love about Factor. I also love that it's flexible. I can choose as much or as little as I need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. I can pause or reschedule my deliveries. And of course, Factor saves me time and money. It's less expensive than takeout. And there's no more grocery shopping, no more prepping, no cooking, no cleaning, which means more time to do what I actually want to do. It's so quick and easy. They even have two-minute meals that are ready to heat and eat. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for a fast, upscale option done easily. If you're looking for a meal delivery kit or you're looking to eat at home too, head to factormeals.com TNTC50 and use code TNTC50 to get 50% off. That's code TNTC50 at factormeals.com TNTC50 to get 50% off. All right, besties, let's get back to the episode. I obviously want to know how the people in my life feel about me. Like I want them to tell me they love me and they care about me. But without action, those words don't hold much value. I've had people in my life say to me, I love you so much. You're my everything. I can't live without you. And then their words and their actions don't line up. You can't tell me all these great things about me and then not do great things for me. Just because you say you love me doesn't mean that I feel loved, especially if you're doing things that hurt me. You can't say I love you and then go sleep with another girl. You can't say I love you and talk badly about me. You can't say I love you and then ghost me for a month. Your words and your actions need to line up. I would rather you treat me well and put an effort into our relationship or our friendship and make me feel loved rather than only telling me and then just expecting me to know that you love me. It's like when someone treats you badly and you question how they feel about you and they're like, how could you say that? How could you think that I don't love you? It's like, I don't know because you haven't given me any reason to think that you love me because you treat me like someone you fucking hate. I still want my boyfriend to tell me how he feels about me, but I also know the things that he does every day contribute to making me feel loved. With all that being said, here are a few things that I thought of that are ways to say or show that you love someone without actually saying I love you. So number one, words of affirmation. I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. You're doing enough. You are enough. I think this is a really good way to show your love for someone because when you love someone, when you really love them, when you really care about them, you want the best for them and you want them to feel good. 
I was in relationships with people who said they loved me, but they did not support me at all. They weren't encouraging when I went after things that meant a lot to me. Like when I tried to post on social media, instead of telling me that I look beautiful or that was a really great video you posted or this is going to work out for you. It was, you're so embarrassing. This is never going to work out for you. Why are you even trying? You're such a slut for posting selfies. And it made me feel like ass. Words of affirmation are so important, especially if your partner's love language is words of affirmation. But words of affirmation just provide your partner with support, with validation. It lets them know you care and that you're paying attention. When I do something, I want to share it with my partner. And when they acknowledge that they're not only seeing what I'm doing, but they're proud of what I'm doing, it makes me feel so good. Number two, tell me more. When someone's like, tell me more about your day. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me about this. Wanting to know more about someone. Like I just said, I want to share my experiences with my partner. I want them to see what I'm doing, but I also want to make sure that they're paying attention and they actually do care about what I'm doing even if it doesn't involve them. Again, in previous relationships, I just didn't feel important. It didn't feel like what I was doing or what I was thinking mattered. When I found out my ex cheated on me and I confronted him, he told me the reason he didn't want to be with me anymore was because we didn't have anything to talk about and the relationship got boring. But it's like whenever... I did try to share my life with him or what I was doing or what my friends were doing or just anything that didn't involve him directly, he didn't want to hear about it. He would get mad when I talked about my friends or I talked about what I did the weekend before. He wasn't interested in my life other than the fact that he was a part of my life. So of course, we didn't have anything to talk about because he didn't care what I had to say or what I was feeling or what I was thinking or what was going on in my life it's really hard to have a relationship with zero communication and zero interest in your partner. Even in past friendships, I would get excited about wanting to share things with them and then I would just be shut down. Or you know when you talk to someone and they just aren't listening or they talk over you? That happened a lot to me and it's something now that I'm insecure about and sometimes I'm afraid that me sharing things is a burden or people don't want to hear what I have to say. So when I am with someone now and right away they ask, what's up with you? What's new with you? How was your night last night? How did this thing go? And they actually want to hear from me. It makes me feel valued. It makes me feel like I have a place in that conversation. I feel like when you're in a relationship, You should constantly be learning more about each other. And yeah, there should be deep conversations, but I think small talk is still important. I think catching up with your partner, whether it's just asking how was school, how was work, or asking how things were after not seeing them for a while. You should be having those conversations and wanting to know what your partner's up to, what your partner's thinking about, and they shouldn't have to dump everything out on you. You should want to ask and want to know more. Number three, checking in on you. Like I just said, your partner shouldn't have to lay everything out. Of course, you should be open and willing to communicate how you're feeling, but your partner should be checking in on you, especially when you don't feel well or you're going through something. 
it's hard to open up and say, I'm sad or I'm angry or I'm struggling right now. Like if I'm out in public with my boyfriend and I'm, I'm overstimulated or I'm really anxious and we're around other people, it's hard for me to say, I don't feel well, I want to leave. So to have him be able to look at me and say, are you okay, is really reassuring and makes me feel loved. I think there's different ways to check in on someone, like emotionally and mentally asking them if they're okay when they seem upset, when they go quiet, when they seem anxious. You could check in on them physically and ask them if they've eaten today, if they need water, if they've taken their medication, how do you feel? Like if my boyfriend knows I'm on my period or I'm sick, he'll ask me throughout the night if I need anything or if I'm okay. You can even check in on someone just to make sure they're safe. Like, did you get home okay? How is your flight? Do you need help? If my boyfriend isn't answering for a really long time, I have his location and I'll check to make sure he's where he has to be. Just little things that let your partner know that you're there for them if they need you. People are so preoccupied with their own time and their own things. So there's not many people that are willing to lend you a helping hand when you need it. So having someone like that who's not only going to ask you if you're okay, but show up for you is really important. Which leads me to number four, and that's just showing up for you. Again, people have things going on in their own lives and they can't always be there for you. But when you have someone in your life who makes the effort to be there as much as they can or someone who shows you support and is there for you without you having to ask, that screams, I love you. And it doesn't have to be a romantic partner, like even just having friends that are going to show up for you and be there for you when you need it. Let's say that you're going through a breakup. It's hard to want to get out of bed and go out and have a good time when you're heartbroken, but having those friends who are going to rally around you and pull you out of bed and make the best out of a shitty situation and get food with you or have a girl's night or just let you know that you're not alone and that you have them. Having people or having a person that you can go to whether you need to vent or you need advice or you just need someone to cry to. And that might seem like bare minimum like, oh, well, everyone does that. Of course, your friends are going to be there for you. But that's not always true. Like there are friends who are only there for you when things are good and they aren't there for you when you're struggling. And that's the thing. You will know if someone loves you based off if they're there for you when shit hits the fan. And honestly, on the other hand, you know who loves you and who doesn't based off who shows up for you when things are going good for you. Like, let's say that you got a promotion or you just got a job or an amazing opportunity presents itself to you. You will know who loves you based off who congratulates you and who's there for you when you want someone to celebrate with. If I were to get an award for the best podcast in the entire world, which I probably should, let's be honest, come on. I think, no, I know that my boyfriend would be there in the crowd clapping and hyping me up. Him just being there would let me know that that man is in love with me and wants to have my babies. Like if he didn't, he wouldn't be there. Showing up is important. Showing up is a form of love. Number five, making it known that you want your partner or your friend there, like making plans that involve your friend or your partner instead of after the fact. I cannot even tell you the amount of times that I've had friends do things without me. And when I ask them like, hey, why wasn't I invited? They're like, well, we didn't think you'd want to come. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, Well, for future reference, next time, I do want to come. 
I do want to hang out because we're friends or at least I thought we were friends and then the next time would come and I would still not be invited or they would make the plans without me and then like the day of they'd be like oh we're doing this thing do you want to come and let me tell you there is a huge difference in do you want to come or you can come if you want and then will you please come we want you to come hang out with us let's let's make plans to do this thing huge difference if a friend comes to me and says you can come if you want that makes me feel like I'm not wanted like I'm only going because I want to go not because you want me to go I would much rather someone say to me will you come with me or better yet I'll go if you go like if I know my friend isn't stepping foot into an establishment without me that's how I know they love me because they know that they would have a better time with me than without me I can tell how much someone loves me or at least how much they enjoy my company based off how they make their plans around me. Like if you're my friend who's constantly making plans without me, I'm going to question, are they not inviting me because they don't enjoy me being around? Like do they have a better time without me? I want my friends or my partner to make plans involving me or ask me to make plans. I don't want to be an afterthought. I don't want you to text me the day of. I want to feel like I was thought of when making the plans because if I wasn't and you didn't originally want me to go, it makes me feel like the odd one out and it makes me feel like the little sister that your parents made you bring along and you didn't want them to go, but you had to bring them along. I don't want to feel like that, especially around people who are supposed to enjoy my company, who are supposed to be my friends. Number six, which is one of my favorites, is this made me think of you. I don't know what love language you would call this or classify this as, but whatever it is, this is my love language. Like if you send me a song and you say, this made me think of you, or you send me a playlist and you say, listen to this music, I think you'll love it. If you send me a photo of something and you're like, oh my God, this is so, so you, my heart's going to explode. Because not only are you thinking of me, but you're taking the time out of your day to let me know that you're thinking of me. I think this screams I love you and I care about you and I know you so well based off this meme or this song or this playlist or when they go on a trip and they bring you back a souvenir and they're like I thought you would love this or this made me think of you or when they're out at the grocery store and they buy your favorite food because they know you'll love it. It's just small gestures that they didn't have to do but they did it because they knew that you would love it. And then lastly on my list, number seven, the orange peel theory. This is a trend that was going on on TikTok where you ask your boyfriend or girlfriend if they would peel an orange for you. And the trend itself is cute, but I think a lot of people were missing the point of the trend. It's not really about an orange. It's just to see if your partner would do something for you that you're so capable of doing, but they do it because they want you to feel happy and feel comfortable and feel taken care of. Like, obviously, if you wanted an orange, you could get up and get your orange and peel it and eat it. But you ask your partner to do it for you and they do it because they know it would make you happy. So things like opening the door for you, getting your water bottle, making you food, tucking you in at night, grabbing something for you like your phone or your controller, helping you do your makeup, brush your hair for you, dye your hair for you. Um... I don't know, just things that you're fully capable of doing, but they do it for you to show you, I love you and I wanna take care of you. 
growing up, I would always ask my mom to make me sandwiches and she'd be like, why can't you just do it? And I'd be like, it tastes better when you do it. And like maybe partially I was lazy, but I loved when she did it and I enjoyed eating my sandwich more because when she would do it, I felt loved and taken care of. And I feel the same way now when my boyfriend does something so simple like grab me a snack or go to my car to grab my glasses. It's so easy for them to say no, but they don't because they want to make you feel good. And honestly, likewise, like I would do the same things for my boyfriend because I love him and I want to take care of him too. But those are my ways to say I love you without saying it, the ones that I thought of. Obviously, there's so many more. And if you think of any or you want to share them, share them to me on Instagram through my DMs or you can reply to the Q&A on Spotify. I know today's episode was a little shorter and it was just straight to the point. But I thought it was a cute episode and something that I wanted to talk about. So next week is going to be an advice session because it's been a while since I've done one. And it's going to be about relationships and self-love and kind of just like what we've been talking about this whole month. So make sure to come back next week to hear that episode. If you haven't already, make sure to follow my socials. They're all linked in the show notes. Check out today's sponsor. And if you love me, if you love Try Not To Care, if you love Dear Media, give Try Not To Care a five-star review. It would make me so happy and I appreciate it so much. Um, But yeah, as always, I love you besties so much and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye besties.